the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Uh, my telephone number is 877 Bob Live. 877-262-5483. And we are now experiencing why most talk show hosts prefer recorded interviews. Uh, we are to be talking to Dr. Robert Jeffress at this moment. Uh, but as I've told you many, many times before, almost all talk show hosts pre-record their interviews. It's safer, you know, if there's a problem. I've always preferred live. I'm just weird and strange. And uh, occasionally we have a little problem. And uh, that is the case today. Dr. Jeffress was in a recording session, and uh, he believed he would be finished. He is finishing up as we speak, uh, but he's not quite available yet. So we are waiting uh, to hear from Dr. Robert Jeffress. So anyway, as soon as he is available, I believe we will be able to talk to him. But in the meantime, we've got a lot of important things to discuss. Uh, The Supreme Court will beginning their fall term, and there are some very, very important things before the Supreme Court. Uh, One of them is race and college admissions. Uh, The case before the court is a case concerning Harvard, Harvard and the University of North Carolina, and whether they are discriminating against Asian American students by giving precedent to black and Latino students. A group of Asian-American students have sued the school, and uh, they believe that because of the preference given to other minorities because of the color of their skin, they are being discriminated against. Uh, the, The foundation for this actually goes back to 1978, where a case before the Supreme Court The Regents of the University of California versus Bakey. I believe that's how you pronounce it, B-A-K-K-E. And uh, the court at that time held that colleges and universities, quote, may consider race as a plus factor for black and Latino applicants. So in other words, if you have two, if you have a number of applicants and everything is absolutely equal, The colleges could give preference to black and Latino applicants because they're minorities and they were underrepresented 
uh, in the university. Uh, It's affirmative action. Well, it has turned out to be quite a disadvantage, particularly to Asian students. And so anyway, uh, affirmative action, in essence, will be before the United States Supreme Court this term, and that is going to be a very, very, very important case. Uh, Also, a case dealing with race, uh, quote, does the Voting Rights Act call for fair and equal representation for blacks and Latinos, requiring states to draw election districts likely to elect a black or Latino candidate? This is a case out of Alabama. And the districting, um, the uh, the voting districts, uh, the state of Alabama has divided up the state politically, but they have not given preference racially. And because of that, uh, some from the left... Uh, are saying that it's unconstitutional because blacks are underrepresented. Uh, 27% of Alabama residents, pardon me, 27% of Alabama residents are black, but only one of the seven congressional districts had a black majority under the state's map. So uh, that is being argued before the Supreme Court and that will probably have an impact on the districting controversy uh, here in the state of Ohio because it deals with gerrymandering. And then there was another uh, case before the Supreme Court on gerrymandering in state legislatures, which obviously will impact us here in the state of Ohio. Then, the case that I'm really following closer than any of the rest, is a case of a website designer in Colorado. She is a Christian, and she has made it clear that she has Christian convictions about marriage. And therefore, she loves to design websites for couples who want to get married, you know, It is hard for me to wrap my brain around the fact that a couple could actually design an entire website for their wedding, and yet that's happening. It's very, very common now. Well, she has made it clear that she will not design a website for a same-sex wedding. It's against her Christian convictions. Well, the state of Colorado has said, "Mm, you can't do that. You're violating state law. Uh, brings to mind the uh, case of Jack Phillips. Remember the baker that took his case all the way to the Supreme Court? The Supreme Court said the state of Colorado was wrong. They violated his religious freedom in trying to force him uh, to bake cakes for a same-sex couple and so forth. And by the way, he won that case in the Supreme Court. The state of Colorado is trying to prosecute him Again, in fact, he was in court trying to defend himself in Colorado just yesterday. They won't let him go. Uh, That's the uh, case of Masterpiece Cake Shop. 
And it's very possible that Jack Phillips may be before the Supreme Court again, uh, because the Supreme Court the first time ruled on his religious rights, but not freedom of speech. The case with the Colorado website designer is a freedom of speech case, and uh, this will be an extremely important precedent-setting case for Christians in the marketplace as to whether they can be forced to violate their Christian beliefs. Um, This case will not be heard probably until December. And by the way, none of these cases will be decided until next spring or summer. Uh, This fall, oral arguments are being uh, heard, and uh, this case of the uh, Colorado website designer uh, will be heard sometime in December. Uh, And then there's cases about wetlands, clean water, and so forth. But uh, there are some very key cases uh, deciding religious rights, freedom of speech, that are very, very important. We'll keep an eye on all of those as they are heard and discussed with the Supreme Court. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll return. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, 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 well. Um, uh, evidently, there was a scheduling conflict with Dr. Jeffress. Uh, I had the confirmation here, but uh, and it strangely disappeared off of my calendar, but I had the email confirming today, the date, the time, and so forth. And it was on my uh, calendar, and then it disappeared, and evidently... It disappeared off uh, off of Dr. Jeffress's uh, calendar as well. So anyway, uh, we were hoping to have an interview with Dr. Robert Jeffress, but we are going to reschedule. So my apologies. I don't know uh, what the problem was, and uh, it, at this point, it really doesn't matter. Uh, we will uh, we will reschedule with uh, Dr. Jeffress. Uh, At the beginning of the program, I kind of went over what it means to be an LTD. I should do that all the time. I don't do it very often. I just kind of assume everybody knows that we're all LTDs, and that means listen, think, discern. Um, But being an LTD, we operate on some principles here that I repeat over and over again. Uh, You know, the devil lives in the extremes, and I'm not going to go into all of that. But then another one is, once you choose to travel down a particular road, and I'm talking about a road of theology, philosophy, ideology, once you choose to travel down a particular road, don't pay attention to where that road is going to take you in 10 miles or 50 miles or even a hundred miles. 
Look at where that road is going to take you in a thousand miles or even 10,000 miles. And what I mean by that is when we're talking philosophy, ideology, or even theology, once you begin down a road, down a path, it is very difficult, at times almost impossible, to turn around. It's almost impossible to make a course change. And it rarely happens. You usually continue down that same path. Uh, Theologically, once you begin questioning this story or that story in Scripture and saying, well, that probably didn't literally happen, you know, the flood, uh, we don't have a lot of scientific evidence of the flood, so maybe maybe it didn't really happen literally, but there's some really good lessons that we can learn from the flood. Once you begin traveling down the road of questioning one event in Scripture, well, then you'll keep traveling down that road. And then you begin questioning more and more and more and more of Scripture. And as you travel down that road, you get to where you don't really believe any of Scripture. Well, the same is true with principles like marriage. The Bible is very clear. One man, one woman. The Bible is not ambiguous about God's plan for marriage, that it is man woman. Society and culture has decided what God says is not really important. What you and I feel is more important. And love, huge mural in uh, right outside of Uptown Westerville right now, love is love. That is the dumbest thing in the world. It's idiotic. What do you mean love is love? No, love is not love. Not all love is equal. Anybody knows that. There are many different kinds of love and just well anyway, I'm not gonna not gonna deal with that. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. And yet people walk by them and go, Love is love. Isn't that wonderful? No, it's not wonderful. It's stupid. Uh, anyway, marriage. When you begin redefining marriage and walk down that road, where does it end? It doesn't. It doesn't. I remember several years ago, a listener called me and was just furious at me because I was taking a stand against same-sex marriage. And this individual was in a same-sex partnership. And One of the points that I had made is what I'm trying to make now. Once you do that, where does it end? And I said, the next thing, it's going to lead to polygamy. Well, this female listener went off on me, started yelling at me. I'm a lesbian and I'm in a same-sex relationship, but we will never legalize polygamy. That's ridiculous. Anybody knows that polygamy is wrong. And here's this woman in a lesbian relationship. Anybody knows that polygamy is wrong and it will never become legal, blah, blah, blah. She was so mad at me. And I said, no, 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 no. Once you start redefining marriage, it's not going to stop. Well, just last month, Judge Karen May Bactian 
of the New York City Civil Court ruled in a case, quote, and I'm quoting, the time has arrived for non-monogamous relationships to be given legal recognition. She argued that the U.S. Supreme Court decision legalizing same-sex marriage, while revolutionary, nevertheless still adhered to the majoritarian societal view that only two people can have a family-like relationship. Again, I'm quoting, Why then, except for the very real possibility of implicit majoritarian animus, is the limitation of two persons inserted into the definition of a family-like relationship for the purposes of receiving the same protections from eviction accorded to legally formalized or blood relationships, and she went on. Here's the point she's making. This is a New York judge. If you can redefine marriage to be same-sex, why can't you redefine it to three people or four people or five people or six people? I mean, if you're going to redefine it, why stop at just two, same sex or not? And so we have a New York City judge who has ruled polygamy is fine in New York. Hmm. I was taken to task by a lesbian over that saying that would never happen. Well, yeah, it is happening. And it's going to happen all over the country. Because, again, once you start traveling down the road of redefining marriage, where does it end? And the answer, it doesn't. Now, wild, bizarre, a man and his dog, a woman and her cat... It's bizarre, it's crazy, it's insane. But it's going to happen. Yeah, now that's about a thousand miles down the road. But that's the direction we're headed. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 